0: Hello and welcome to She's All
1: Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. We're changing things up this week. Since Thanksgiving is
0: this Thursday, we wanted to make sure you guys got our latest episode a little bit earlier than usual. And this episode is going to be what we like to call a specialty episode. So instead of our normal format, we're going to dig into one specific juicy topic. And this week, that's Bachelor Conspiracy Theories. Ooh, conspiracy theories. <laughs> oh, can our intro music be creepy instead of like normal upbeat music? Um, Yeah, sure. Let me find something. Okay. So we're going to dig deep into these Bachelor conspiracy theories. I kind of like searched all through the interwebs and found some Interesting ones and just kind of throwing it out there. You know, these are conspiracy theories. We have no clue if they are true. Take them with a grain Mm of salt, but they are interesting. So the first one I found is that Claire and Dale met prior to the night one that we saw on TV. So when Claire sees Dale step out of the limo on night one, fans thought that she seemed a little too familiar with him. A theory spread that Claire sees and filmed night one before they stopped production. I deeply believe this theory, by the way. I think it's true. Yeah, so basically people think this happened because she seemed a little too familiar with Dale when he came out of the limo. And due to the whole coronavirus thing, people think that they may have filmed night one, paused. And then when they started up again, she had already met him. So that I do believe that like, that could have probably happened. Yeah, because when they say they
1: filmed night one, this was like before the pandemic, right? Like it was right before in the actual Bachelor Mansion. Then the pandemic happened. So then they had to send everybody home. And then I think there was also some recasting going on too. And I think during that time is when they recast some guys.
0: Well, yeah, Matt James was going to be on her season and then oh, she right. was, yes, yes, she yes. was pissed. He had a cameo account and she called him out on Twitter.
1: Yeah. So they, then,
0: then they kind of like dug into the people of the cast. Cause I also think the ABC got pushback. back. People saw like the, the ages of everyone that was on yeah. the cast yeah. and people were pissed that there was a lot of guys like in their mid twenties. And do you want to know something that I also heard related to this? C- Greg was supposed to
1: be on Claire's season. That's so weird because I, I know someone who knows, I know someone who knows him. Oh, really? I know someone who knows someone who knows him. I'll
0: put it that way. (laughs) How many degrees of separation is that? (laughs) Two. Okay. I could see him with Taysha though. Couldn't you? Um, yeah, I could,
1: but I think he was supposed to be on Claire season and then didn't go, or maybe even went to the night one and then they switched him out. For one of the older guys. That could be another conspiracy theory. I don't think he went. I don't think he went. But in terms of- Okay, do you believe the theory or not? The whole thing?
0: I believe the theory in some way. If it's not that they literally filmed night one, I think that they connected in some type of way. She seems to, she alluded to the fact that like she just cyber stalked him.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I think they talked- I think they talk too, because yeah. like you don't fall in love with, I mean, she could say like, oh man, like I really like, he's cute. I like what he's about from what she can see on social media. But like, how do you legitimately like fall in love with an Instagram profile? But it's Claire. I feel right. like if anyone could fall in love with right. an Instagram profile, like <laughs> it Claire could, honestly. Yeah. Here's the timeline. March 2nd, ABC announces Claire as the new bachelorette. She goes on Good Morning America. She says, the most important thing is I want a man that will take off his armor. I want a man who is strong but is willing to take off his body armor. Okay, cool. Me too. Um, Then March 13th, production officially shuts down. Um, Warner Brothers spokesperson announced the company would postpone filming 70 plus series and pilots, including The Bachelorette. Interesting. Then Claire said somewhere, um, we're going to start filming in just a couple days. LOL. That didn't happen. Um, Then in June, Chris Harrison informed Claire that production would Uh, resume in June and then they actually don't resume till mid-July. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So that's a long time for her to be in love with an Instagram profile. Yeah. I also
1: too, I have scoured the internet to try to find this and I can't find it. I'm like, some ABC intern scrubbed this that we couldn't put the clues together but i am pretty sure there was a thread on reddit that said claire season starts filming today because this is like right before the pandemic we don't know it's coming claire season starts filming today and a guy named dale gets the first impression rose i swear it's like the mandela effect because i am like i saw this reddit thread this exists but i have scoured
0: the internet i
1: can't find it
0: but it was going crazy it was before the season was even filming
1: no, it was like when the season in like
0: when oh, the season oh. was
1: rumored to have started filming in the mansion before the pandemic. Right.
0: And so it, the story that ABC is pushing is that because of the pandemic, they never started. Right. That's I think- what people are not buying. People are right. People are thinking that they, they filmed night one, Claire met Dale. So then when they resumed in July, she's like, well, we've been talking this whole time. And I'm like in love with him. Yeah. enough to leave the show so yeah i don't know where i stand I-, I think that theory could make sense it definitely makes sense but i feel like she could have also just maybe cyber stalked him and then they talked over dms too
1: yeah but it's I more know. fun to believe the conspiracy because I'm like, this is a whole operation. ABC scrubbed the internet. All the people working that day on the crew signed horrible NDAs where they signed away like their How firstborn would Reality child. Steve,
0: like, Reality Steve just didn't get any of that. Like no one leaked I don't it. know.
1: I'm telling you, I could have sworn I saw a Reddit thread and I have looked after the fact for this Reddit thread. I can't find it.
0: Well, I believe you. So therefore, I believe this theory. You've okay. sold me. Thank you. Next one. This one... We Again, we don't know what's true and what's not. I believe this one. So people are like very convinced that Crystal slept with Ari on his season. Crystal got one of the first one-on-one dates on Ari's season. And she was like a solid front runner off the bat until she kind of turned into the villain. Mm -hmm. On their date, they flew to Ari's hometown and fans seem to think that they hooked up when they were at his house because Crystal calls Ari a needle dick. It's bleeped out on the show, but that's what she said. And people were kind of wondering like, why are you, why would you, I mean, I would never call someone a needle dick. If I had never seen their dick. Right.
1: I believe this theory as well. After their one-on-one date, I think Crystal then started getting this villain edit because she started acting like towards Mm. Ari, very like clingy and- Because they had sex. Right. No, exactly. Like, remember, she'd pull him aside and be like, like, Ari, like, why are you paying attention to all the other girls? Like, remember at your house, blah, blah, blah. Like, that was her whole thing. Even at the Women Tell All, when she finally confronted Ari, she was like, mm-hmm. yeah, but like, you know, you were giving attention to all these other girls. And he, I
0: remember him saying, yeah, I was- Yeah, but this I, is the batch. My reaction. Okay, I know. And then, of course, everyone's like, applause, 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 applause. So what I'm reading online is that people also think that they could have slept together because on the Women Tell All, when it came up, um someone's like have you even seen his dick and she just like looks over and smirks oh that's right that's right so I mean she could have just been smirking because she's causing all this drama and it's funny and awkward but like I don't know. I, I believe it. I, I believe it too. And I feel like if there was
1: any place where you could sneak off to go right. have sex on a date, it's going to be one that's literally in your own house. You know what yeah, I mean? And he's
0: going to like sleep with her. It was like literally one of the first one on one dates. I think it was like the second one. Becca Poofer yeah. and got the first one. Like you're going to sleep with the girl on your second date of the whole season. I mean, Crystal is really hot.
1: So I do get it, you know? I, I mean, like, she's yeah. a beautiful girl. She is. She, yeah, she's gorgeous, but like, I still, like, come on, Ari, keep your needle dick in your pants. Jesus. I know. Yeah. Weren't we talking about this in the last episode? Someone sleeping with someone in their childhood twin bed. I don't remember who, but I still, I have Wait, like Peter, just, Peter Weber. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, with the whole, what is it with these guys?
0: Well, we don't know. I mean, who knows? I know. I know. I know. Jackie knows. Okay. I I mean, again, I think this one out of all of them is most likely to be true. And I think it kind of gets buried because Ari is in a bachelor relationship. He's obviously very happy. They have kids and they're like living their bachelor life. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: it's like, they don't want the story like floating around. Even if it's not true, it's still like, you know. Yeah, Totally. I mean, it's bad enough that he was engaged to someone else from the show. He doesn't need to be banging girls that whatever. Okay. Okay. I like this. This is fun. Yeah. It's fun. Right. So keeping in line with Ari. So people also think that Ari and Becca's breakup was pre-planned. And this is honestly, I think this is, this is another one I think I, I can get on board with. So, so since Ari's season wasn't really exciting, like really the season was only memorable because of the ending Um, people seem to think that Ari's proposal to Becca and then the breakup was all pre-planned by production to make the season more exciting. They knew that he was going to go back to Lauren and they knew that he had no intention of like staying with Becca. But uh, by doing that, that gave the show an explosive finale, which then totally saved the season.
1: Yeah. Which I don't believe this one though. I I think Ari truly picked Becca in that moment. I think I mean I think he was definitely conflicted. Obviously we know that, but I think I think he genuinely picked Becca. And I talk I haven't talked about this on the podcast, but I've just I think I've talked to you about this that I feel that Ari and Lauren like to do a little revisionist history after the fact and be mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, like, you know, Ari was always meant to pick me. He just got scared. He always loved me more. And I'm just like, I don't think that's really what happened. I think he was very, very conflicted. And I think what put him over the edge to pick Becca was how much his parents liked Becca more than Lauren.
0: Also, he kept feeling like he had to pull things out of Lauren. Like she really clammed up uh, in front of the cameras. And he wasn't sure if that was just, are you like timid in front of the cameras? Or like, is there something that you're not feeling with me? So he was always just like trying to pull more out of her. So um, our girl, Courtney Robertson, who we interviewed episode three, Mm -hmm. she said on a Reality Steve's podcast a while back, because she used to be best friends with Ari. And she said that she spoke to Ari after he left the show, was engaged to Becca and he was so distraught and he vented to her and was like, I don't know what to do. Like I, he was totally, totally distraught. So I believe that he, he really did make a mistake. Yeah. She said that he said the second she started walking down, like, so Lauren was gone and then Becca Mm -hmm. was walking down to get proposed to, he knew but then he still got down on one knee. And like, if you look back and look at his actual, like the words of his proposal, he's like, and I choose you today, but I choose you every day from here on out. How do you say those words when like, as she's walking down, you don't want to propose to her? Well,
1: that's why I don't believe it. I really think in that moment, he thought to propose to No, but the thing I'm saying is Rebecca. true.
0: What I'm saying, like Courtney's like saying that that's literally- That that's what Ari said. Yeah, like that part's not a theory. Like she said that Ari said- when Becca started walking down, he knew that he shouldn't be proposing.
1: I believe that Ari said that, but I, I again, I think it just goes back to like they want to have revisionist history about how their relationship started. I think Lauren
0: is really insecure about that. Well, it's also natural to feel like uneasy about that. If of you course, had, that, if yeah. you had something like that play out on national television, I wouldn't. I don't blame Lauren for per- perhaps having revisionist history. I actually, I think we talked about off line. Um, Mm -hmm. they had a post and they're like, they were like doing an ad for some car and they're both leaning on the car. And it says like my forever final rose and like their pictures on the car. And I'm like, but you don't, don't you guys remember? Like she didn't get the final rose. Like, do you really get to say that? Like they purposely didn't have roses at their wedding because it's like triggering for Lauren.
1: Right. And when we had that conversation, I feel like if I was Lauren, I would never be able to get over it. Like I would not be able to maintain a relationship with someone who didn't pick me.
0: Oh, and this is where we differed because like, I understand being, yes. Okay. I don't,
1: when did we talk about this? I
0: don't remember. We talk about
1: so much bachelor online, offline. It must've gotten cut from a previous episode. Yeah, maybe,
0: or we were just chatting. I don't know. My feelings on it is like, yes, I hear you. That's mortifying and I would really struggle to get over it. But I also find what Ari did to be so romantic. And I said this from day one, when everyone was hating on him. And I feel like now people have gotten on board with the fact that you made a mistake going after the girl that you truly love risking the world. Hating you is so hot to me. Like he truly was like, I don't give a shit about my reputation. I want you that's hot. I mean,
1: I fundamentally (laughs) don't agree with you, which is fine. <laughs> I, I think Lauren should have walked. She should have been like, this is devastating because I do still really love you and care for you, but like I can't be with someone. I, like I can't start a marriage like that. I just don't know how you start a marriage on a rocky foundation like that. Also, I'm not married. So there is that yeah. one little tidbit that I'm not good at relationships. So I mean, you why does anyone want, listen to me?
0: You don't want to start a relationship on a rocky foundation, but it's also like the bachelors, and like he's being pressured to propose. Like, he literally yeah. that's also stuff that Courtney said, like, not getting proposed wasn't really an option for him. So it was like, okay, right. do I like gamble on Lauren, who I'm not sure like even really likes me, or do I go with Becca, who like I know really likes me, right. but I don't want her? <laughs> yeah, so. I feel like in a perfect world, Ari actually would have wanted to just
1: have more time with both of them, you know? Yeah.
0: Going back to this conspiracy theory, I don't know if I believe it, but I think everything it says is accurate. Like the season wasn't interesting. There was no real dramatic moment, like at all, really. Like Crystal was the villain, but she wasn't that crazy. No. And the fights weren't that dramatic. I feel like baby Becca, her age being exposed was like supposed to be some crazy thing. And now everyone on the show is like 21. So it's not that crazy. So they really needed to throw something in to kind of like spice things up. Now it's like one of the most memorable seasons ever. Totally. So I, I believe everything. I mean, I, I agree with all the things it's saying. I just don't know if it was all really planned. Yeah, I don't think it was. But we obviously will never know.
1: I'm having Thanksgiving at my dad's house. And then on Saturday, we're doing like a basically Thanksgiving again at my mom's house. And she had told me to bring a fun game.
0: I have the perfect game for you, Jackie. Oh my God. What game? So, what do you memes for the girls? It is. The ultimate adult party game. I actually played this with my friends over the summer. I like got together with my friends and we had a girls' night and we just stayed at my house and drank and played this game. It is so fun, especially if you're with a group of people that you really know. Mm -hmm. They have cards that are like, who's most likely to drunk dial her ex tonight? And then like everyone votes on who it is. It's just like so fun when you're with a group of people that you really have a history with. So the game is filled with truths, dares, challenges, confessions, and 500 cards to keep the game rolling. Wow. If you want to join in on the fun, you can get your own for the girls at amazon.com, but be sure to use code she's all batch for 20% off. This one's interesting and I think has some legs. So people think that Andy Dorfman dated Chris Harrison. Google this. It's pretty much everywhere. So She once said to USA Today, he's actually a really good friend of mine. I talk to him on a regular basis. I tell him that he's the last man standing of my season. That's supposed to be Mm -hmm. funny, I guess, but like, is it? I don't know. I kind of feel like that's a little bit flirtatious. A few other things. She shared an Instagram photo of the two of them at dinner. And the caption was distance makes the heart grow fonder and the wine flow stronger when it comes to Chris Harrison. But then ever since the rumors started, the photo has been deleted. So it's not there anymore. Andy also went on Watch What Happens Live and she played a game called Accept Their Rows Are Totally Oppose. And Andy actually asks her. How about The Bachelor's host, Chris Harrison? <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. Thank you very swizzle. much. Would she say that if she was trying to hide something or, or the original thing I said about the Instagram photo
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's now not up anymore. So that was in 2016. I don't know when she okay. took down the photo, but like she, the dinner and like yeah. all that, whatever happened in 2016, this talking about accepting as Rose was in 2019. So it could have been that she's just like, yeah, I mean, I don't care if people think that anymore. We haven't dated in years, you know?
1: Right. I was going to say the same thing that maybe now, cause they're not dating anymore she doesn't care what she says but yeah if she deleted it back then then maybe there was something going on back then that she was sensitive about Mm -hmm. do we believe it or not Hmm. I could go I could like literally flip a coin on this one
0: I'm gonna go with I don't believe it I believe that they at least hooked up they had to have at least hooked up I don't think people would be speculating this hard if there wasn't enough evidence to support at least some type of like attraction. Also, she's going to dinner with him alone. I know that Chris Harrison's friends with a lot of people from the show, but going to dinner with him alone, a man that you say is the last man standing from your season. No, you guys, you guys, it was just like a
1: flirtatious a flirtatious, flirtatious bang a, No, no flirtatious friendship
0: or a flirtatious where they like,
1: bang. like to enjoy each other's company and be flirty, but never cross. Line. I don't know. I'm just making things up. Okay. So they banged moving on. <laughs> okay, cool. Good talk.
0: Kind of my own. I personally think that production will purposely leak the wrong winners to get spoilers to go in the wrong direction. And I think this because this happened for two different seasons and probably more, two different seasons that I can think of off the top of my head. So, Reality Steve leaked that Tyler won Hannah's season. And he also leaked that Peter Krause won Rachel's season. And those are two runner ups that people loved, too. that people loved, and they didn't win. And I feel like how did he get that information? Someone obviously told him that. So who's purposely leaking the wrong information? You know, like someone told. Yeah, someone no, said I guess it. I believe that theory now that you're explaining it in that way. This is, and this is something that I've always just thought because it, the fact that it happened twice, and like I said, it's probably happened more. I'm just not thinking of the other ones right now. Like, what are the odds that that happened two separate times? And it's the runner-up who everyone loves, so people also got really excited about the show. Right. When total thought that that Peter won, they're like, oh yes, like I want to see this happen because like Peter's are my favorite one. Yeah. Same thing with, with Tyler C. And then I'll never
1: forget this day. Reality Steve was like, actually, no, I got it wrong. It's Jed. The internet like blew up. Everyone was so sad. And there were so many posts, so much discussion. It was unreal. I was just like literally sitting at my desk at work, all of a sudden being like, What? And Didn't do any work for the rest of the day.
0: Well, I was working at a tabloid then and it definitely (laughs) affected my day because we were like flipping out. Like that just made things so much better. Better for drama. Right. Okay. So next conspiracy theories. People seem to think that to avoid Caitlin leaving early with Sean on her season, like Claire, production brought on Nick. He was such, like it wasn't even like he was a front runner. He was the only runner. Everyone Mm -hmm. else was so obviously not who she was going to pick that if they didn't bring Nick in, It would have been the most boring season. And that that's a fact. Like, truly, no one else had a shot besides Sean. And Nick is the only person that rivaled Sean. So yeah. Well, I don't know how I feel
1: about agreeing with it or not agreeing with it. Because on one hand, Nick has talked about like his whole progression with Caitlin Bristow and kind of how you know they, they started talking and then you know they'd talk on the phone all the time. Then she said she was the bachelorette, then they stopped talking and then whatever she got a phone one time when she was filming and called him blah 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 so he has told the story saying that he, it was obviously his choice to just go on but i don't trust everything nick Biles says when it comes to like production stuff because i think he tends to defend production a lot and
0: tries to keep their secrets and keep the peace because they've, they've did they did a huge him. favor yes. by like
1: absolutely yeah.
0: i hear that too i don't think production like went to get Nick. I think when Nick spoke to someone on production, they they fast tracked it because they realized, like, holy shit, this could completely change the season because they were right. seeing how it was progressing. And it was like again, I I was talking about Jojo and Jordan season the other day, but like that was such a boring season because there was no one else that had had a chance. Right. Like it was him the whole time, and he is very much the Sean of Caitlin's season. So I, I think it's kind of. Yes and no. Like production definitely like went with it once it was an opportunity, but I don't think production was like, hey, let's go call Nick and have him come on.
1: Yeah, but then I'm also, if she was so enamored with Sean, would Caitlin call Nick to then be like,
0: hey? Yeah, that's true. I mean, he was the front runner on the show and I think part of her heart was still like- Okay, fair. Thinking about But no Nick. one else on the cast was. Right, Nick. like he was, okay. yeah. Like she would have ended up getting engaged, but she still was obviously thinking about him. I had made mm-hmm. um a random Bachelor facts video on TikTok about this season and I think it's really interesting that Nick revealed so on the season, you see Caitlin being like really distraught. She's not sure if she wants to bring Nick on the season when in reality, like she hundred percent wanted him to come on. Like there was no, right, right. there was no question. She's like, okay, like I really need to sleep on it. And she like acts like she needs to go like think. She goes mm-hmm. and has a group date. The group date ends at three in the morning. And then she called him and then they met up and hung out in a hotel room off camera without like producers know- knowing. Then the next morning it shows a phone call and you could, sh- I could share this video cause it's, it's interesting. It shows a phone call like with like the captions on screen. And Caitlin's like, Hey, and he's like, Oh, how'd you sleep? or something like that. And Nick's like, Yeah, I really didn't get much sleep last night. But he was then when he talked about it, he's like, Yeah, I, I was saying that kind of as a joke because like we were literally up together the whole night.
1: Huh. So take that as you will.
0: Just a fun fact while we're talking about Caitlin's seizing.
1: Well, yeah, I feel like Nick has also said too that like production really helped him get opportunities to be with Caitlin. Like he's mentioned that, that one that you're, you just talked about, but then I feel like there have been other times throughout the season where they also got one-on-one time off camera. Am I? Well, well he got up. to sleep with her. Well, yeah, there is that too. Like she
0: she invited him back to her suite after the one-on-one and then they got to have sex. And I feel like producers are okay with allowing certain things like that when it's going to cause major drama on the show. But like, right. had they not been able to capitalize off of it, I don't think they would have let them go, and go in the room alone. Well, why
1: would they, to circle back, why would then they not, I guess, okay. I, what I was about to say was why would they not then expose the fact that crystal and Ari had sex if they did but then i'm like i feel like production Hmm. didn't know about it because they were literally in his house like i think they literally snuck off
0: production may have not known about it and like do you want to sabotage your lead in the second episode i mean i don't
1: know that would be drama i would like that if that happened in the show that could have been
0: really a lot better of a season but yeah i don't know when you were saying um Like production does him favors. The favor of he was the villain for two seasons and then they gave him the most desirable edit on Paradise enough to become the lead. That's just like, I mean, there's a lot of um, character arcs. Is that what Mm -hmm. it's referred to as? But like his is by far the best in this franchise. No one is a two-time villain. Then like no one even thought of you as a villain on the beach. Like literally no one had a problem with you. You were like the most beloved guy. And then you're just the lead, The Bachelor. Like, Nick has gone full circle. He owes the production his life. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, so last one. People think that contestants will trade starting drama with other contestants for one on one slash more screen time. I believe this 100%. Fans speculate that contestants will work with producers to give them what they want in order to get something in return. When I was looking through this, I read that Raven said something along the lines of this is true, and people do it for sleep. Like, If they want you to say something in an interview, like sleep is
1: on the line, but anyway, continue. Right. No,
0: but like, cause they'll wake you up at all hours of the night to film like interview segments. I actually know this firsthand. Sometimes the interviews will literally go for hours. If you're not giving them what they want, like if they want you to say one phrase, Mm -hmm. they'll ask it in five, uh, 500 different ways, go around and around and around to get you to say a certain phrase. So I have X degrees of separation with Michael uh, G from Desiree season and I know firsthand that like he would be in the interviews and they would be asking the same type of question, but in different ways. And then finally he would be like, okay, what is it that you want me to say? And like, they would tell him and he's like, I'm not saying that. So like you oh, kind of go in around and around and, and they do whatever they can to try to get you to say certain things. So Raven said something along the lines of yes, we'll do, we'll kind of bargain with producers. Like, okay, fine. If I say this, can you, I want to go take a nap for three hours and you can't, you can't bother me. And they're like, fine just say it. Wow. So then they get their sound like that they want, but, and then you get to get sleep.
1: Who was it that we had interviewed recently that said something similar, like along the lines of that, that like Ashley, I was very oh, Jillian.
0: doing that. Yeah. What did she say again? So I actually brought it up when I interviewed Kristen too. She said that basically, if you are willing to play ball with producers, you have more leeway. Like you can, you have a chance of getting a more favorable edit. You can get more from the producers, but if you are like stubborn and not willing to do things or in Kristen's um, situation, she's like, I was really reserved because I was so afraid of them manipulating me, Mm -hmm. but then they, they don't want that. They want you gone because they want someone that they can manipulate the whole way through. Right. So basically if you're willing to kind of like do whatever they say, your situation will be better. Jillian said that Ashley said, I'm just going to do whatever producers want me to do. And that was like her MO from day one, because mm-hmm. she had a goal on the show and all these years later, she, she, yeah. Yeah, she <laughs> achieved that goal. So like there is something to just doing what they say, but then like, if you do what they say, they can also completely destroy you. Yeah. So that
1: is the risk. Yeah, like, um, I think that's also too what happened to Kelly Flanagan on Peters yes. season. I think she very obviously, you can kind of tell in her interviews that she is not willing to play ball. She's like not willing to like get fake excited for Peter. Like she would literally say things like,, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I guess I'm excited. It's a cool place, but like, I don't know yeah. Peter that well. So I love <laughs> like, her. we'll see. Um, and she was just like so realistic about everything. But they obviously hated that because it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, the Peter thing was so messy and we're learning. The mess is still unfolding like years later. Yeah, yeah. But Peter clearly had very strong feelings for Kelly so much so that they then went on to date after his season. And so it's just like for her to go home at the time that she did without getting like a hometown date. This was like, what was she, top six? I just think – There was so much else going on to make that decision actually happen.
0: I'm pretty sure Peter has alluded to the fact that that was because producers made him like he wanted to keep Kelly. He had feelings for her, but they were like, you know, she's not good TV. Like if you if you're not going to definitely pick her, just let her go. And he at the time he's like, I don't know. Like I was connecting with Hannah Ann and Maddie and Victoria and all these other people. So I was like, all right, well I'm not positive it's her. So if it's that big of a deal, I'll let her go. I don't know where he said this, but I'm pretty sure there is some kind of comment where he's alluding to that. He may have actually said it on his podcast. Oh,
1: okay. I'll have to give it a listen.
0: But yeah, I can definitely see like, so this is contestants will trade starting drama with other contestants for a one-on-one or more screen time. I was originally saying like sleep or some other favor, but if you're like, look, I want more screen time. I'll go up to this person and call her a bitch, but Mm -hmm. I need- this and this and this, I could totally see that being a thing. The producers Absolutely. are trying to like manipulate you at all times. So yeah. Well,
1: and at the end of the day, they're trying to make a TV show. If you are going to help them make the TV show.
0: That's true. Like Especially since like, these are just, we say these producers all the people, time. They, yeah. They're just workers. And like, yeah. I could see like me at a job. If there's someone on my team, that's like willing to help me look good. I'm going to be like, totally. okay, whatever you, what do you want, I'll help you. Yeah, like, exactly. I got your back so yeah i guess if producers are like all right this person's gonna make me look good because i get Mm -hmm. to like yeah then they can go
1: to their boss and be like
0: hey look what i got blah 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 give me a freaking bonus yeah exactly huh i believe this one me too And that's our show for today. We'll be back to our normal schedule and format next week, but plan to do these specialty episodes like this in the future if you guys like them.
1: Yeah, so let us know what you think. And
0: if you have any suggestions for future specialty episodes, we would love to hear it. Also, we've been getting the nicest messages and feedback from you guys. So if you're enjoying the podcast so far, we'd love if you can write a review on Apple Podcasts. It would just really help us out. Yeah, and thanks again to our sponsor, What Do You Memes for the Girls. All right, that's it. Bye, bitches.